Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Welcome to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose Podcast. Hey, I'm Patty, your host, and this episode is brought to you by The Receiving School. So today I want to talk to you about a magical technique that I have shared with everyone in The Receiving School, and it's created some pretty fun ripples. It opens you up to abundance, and it also just makes you feel good. That is decluttering your wallet. Now, this is a really simple technique. And I think for a lot of people in the receiving school, it was so powerful because it was so simple and pretty easy to do. What's interesting is that there was such powerful results by doing this for the people in receiving school that when I created the five-step guide to receiving, which I had released after I saw how much movement so many people inside the receiving school were having, I included it in the receiving guide so that I could share it with more people, essentially so that anyone who wanted some real basic techniques to open up to receiving energy would have access to them, even if they didn't have the budget or the desire to invest in the receiving school. So when I released the five-step guide to receiving, step number four was to declutter your wallet. And there was one more thing to declutter, and I'll get to it in a minute. And what I found so interesting before I get into the stories of what has happened for people when they declutter their wallet is um, some awareness I came to through uh, people opting in for this five-step guide to receiving, which by the way, if you want to get it, you're welcome to. You just go to pattylennon.com forward slash receiving guide. And so when you join by opting in, you'll get the guide. It'll walk you through these five techniques. And you'll get five separate emails that if you want, you can listen to me talk about how to take them deeper. I'll explain more about each of them. So one of the techniques is to know what you want. And we'll talk about that on a different episode. But what I found so interesting is that the subject line would go out with each of these emails. One said, know what you want. One said, declutter your wallet. It was just the steps. I just didn't want people to be confused about what I was emailing them and and understand what was inside. And even though knowing what you want came before decluttering your wallet, the amount of people that opened the email that said, know what you want was much lower than the email that said, declutter your wallet. And what that means, what that tells me is that when someone saw an email with the subject line, know what you want, even though they had just grabbed the guide and they knew what they were getting, they weren't that interested in it. But when I offered them how to declutter your wallet, there were a lot more people opening that email. 
And so I took a step back and thought, what does this mean? Because we're always looking at our marketing and deciding, are we giving people something that's helpful? Uh, are we offering a you know, something that's of service, because that's always important to me is that when I'm putting something out in the world, whether it's this podcast or, you know, something free that people can grab or a Facebook Live, that it enhances your experience on the planet, not just with me, but on the planet, that it's helpful. And so I was taking a step back and saying, well, why is that not as helpful as declutter your wallet? And I can't say that I have the answers per se. But one thing I concluded based on some other data points we have, meaning other places where people have been really interested in things we have offered, um, more blog articles that have been read more than others, is that when it comes to knowing ourselves or trusting ourselves or going inward and relying on what's within It's a lot harder for us to do that. It feels more challenging to do that. That feels like more of an uphill battle than when we have something very tangible to do, especially if it's outside of ourselves. Now, I can't say for sure that this is the reason why people are more interested in learning how to declutter their wallet than knowing what they want. But I'm guessing it's because decluttering your wallet seems like a really straightforward simple thing to do that's doable, that's controllable, that has a beginning and end. And before we go more into decluttering your wallet, and I'll talk you through it and why I think it's so important, I just want you to think for a minute. If I told you that there are five ways that I have found have been the most meaningful the most effective in opening people up to their receiving energy, which means that you, if you know, if your desire to have greater abundance coming in, whether it's money or some other form of abundance, um, more support, if you're looking for love, whatever it is, that it comes down to your willingness to receive that. And that what I have found through testing it through private clients in the receiving school is there's these five strategies that tend to be the most powerful and the most simple to implement independent of having support of a mentor, teacher, or healer. If I told you there were five, would you not want to know all five of them? Would, Would one that sounds like declutter your wallet feel that much more compelling than knowing what you want? I'm curious, just ask yourselves that. Does Do I like the idea of decluttering my wallet to bring in, in abundance or support or love more than knowing what I want? Because to declutter your wallet, you have to actually do something. Like you have to like stop, you have to take out your wallet and I'm gonna walk you through the process in a second. You have to do a few steps. Knowing what you want, literally you could stop in a moment and just, check in and say, what do I want? Right. And again, I'll go deeper into how to do that exercise in another podcast, probably next week, but just feel into, does one feel more delicious than the other? Does one feel more doable? And if it does, um, ask yourself why, because I think the answer to that question will really open up possibilities for you. I think sometimes we think, Figuring out what we want is hard, or maybe we just don't know what we want. 
spoiler alert, you always know what you want. And if you don't think you know what you want, it's just because you're looking too far into the future. Like right now, you probably know if you want to be sitting or standing. If you're listening to me on the treadmill, you may know whether you want to go faster or get off. If you're listening to me in the car and you're stuck in traffic, you probably know whether you want to be in that traffic or not, right? It's as simple as that. Just knowing what you want, tapping into that knowledge really opens up your receiving energy because then from that place, you can say, I want to be off this treadmill. I want to be out of this traffic, or maybe I want the traffic to feel good. I'm, I know I'm here. So I want to feel really happy being in this traffic, or I want to love being on the treadmill because I like what it does for my body, whatever it is. That's where the receiving comes from is stating those desires clearly to the universe. So I guess I've kind of given away another podcast episode by walking you through that. But if you are like most of the people who have grabbed my receiving guide and you're more interested in why and how to declutter your wallet, well, let's jump in. So decluttering your wallet is really simple. It's There's not a lot to this exercise. What you want to do is make sure, one, that you've got a wallet that feels really good to hold. You want to make sure that when you look at it, it feels like abundance. The reason is it is the place that holds your money. It's the place where you have the strongest relationship to um, money and abundance on a day-to-day basis. And whether money is the thing you want to bring in more, typically we do have a, a mental relationship from a feeling of abundance when we think about money, meaning we either feel a lack of it or we feel bigness about it. And that feeling is the feeling that you want to feel. The bigness is the feeling you want to feel when you want to receive on a bigger level. So making sure you're at the place where you have a relationship, a daily relationship to money is feeling good. is really important. So you just want to make sure that that wallet looks and feels really good. You know, I got a new wallet last year when I realized that people were able to, you know, grab my credit card information through wallets that weren't, um, you know, I don't know, safety sealed. I know that's not the right word, but And I know I'm pretty late to adopt that. Um, But so, you know, that is something to take into consideration is do you feel like your money and your credit cards and whatever else you carry is secure? The other thing to think about, and this was a conversation I had with one of my friends over the weekend, is he said he can always tell someone something about someone when they've got their phone with their credit cards because he understands that they're just not as safety oriented. And he's he's ex-military, so his mind works very differently than probably those of us who have not been trained in the military. But he said to constantly be opening your wallet and opening your wallet during the day, assuming you look at the your phone during the day a lot, is to him is is a level of either faith in humanity or a lack of security awareness. And so I'm not going to judge which one it is for you if that's how you have your, where you have your money. But that's something to consider as well is, you know, when, when our phones are so much uh, like other people's way of accessing us and our energy, do you really want to partner it with your money? Or maybe for you, your phone is, 
your access to the world. You, you know, I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, they run their business from their phone. So maybe for you, it's the source of money, in which case having it right near your money feels good. Whatever feels good to you is what you want to pay attention to. And once you know you've got a wallet that works for you, emotionally, psychologically, metaphysically, all the lees, then you want to look inside it. And you want to make sure that you start with your bills, your um, your money bills, and put them all in the same order. Make sure they're not wrinkled. And by order, I mean face, facing the same direction, that they're ordered in, you know, in denomination orders from largest to smallest. And if possible, carry a large bill with you. In the States, I recommend people carry a $100 bill because just having that sense of I've got enough in my wallet at all times is really grounding and helpful to your receiving energy. But whatever the biggest bill is that's comfortable for you to handle, put that on the outside, meaning if it's 20, you have 20, 10, fives, whatever. Then you want to look and see at the end of each day or minimally at the end of each week, you want to pull your receipts, any kind of extra papers that you keep in your wallet that maybe you're on the road or you're just so busy, you shove them in there, get them out of there, get them filed if they need to be filed or tossed if they need to be tossed. If you carry pictures of people you love, make sure that they're in a place of respect Uh, And then one big place I feel like we don't do a great job of always, uh, especially if you're like me and you have um, children that you're still transporting around is I tend to end up with a lot of membership cards and access cards and cards, cards, cards. And they create a a sense of like density or um, clutter in the wallet. And so Take all those out and put them in a their own place in your office, maybe, or your home. And when you need them, put them in your wallet at that point and then put them back when you're done with them. And if you do use credit cards, keep them to a minimum. You really don't want to be running around with a multitude of credit cards. Again, simply because looking at it, it can feel very overwhelming. And certainly if you're da- dealing with any kind of debt, not having credit cards on you would be a good thing. And that's really all it takes to declutter your wallet. Now, here's what we heard from different people in receiving school about what happened when they decluttered their wallet. They found that they had a more uh, freer sense around their ability to spend money. They were clearer about where they wanted to invest. And multiple people over the course of the week where we worked on that particular exercise along with a few other decluttering exercises found un, you know surprising unexpected uh, amounts of money coming into their lives so these are all the magical things that can happen now whether something instantly happens to you or not here is what i love about decluttering your wallet is again it's a very simple thing to do and it puts you in a relationship of respect with your money which is really important especially if you're hoping to attract more what we give respect to what we pay attention to what we attract is attracted to us now if you want to take it a little bit further because what we heard in receiving school was patty i always keep my wallet in great order. There are two other fundamental exercises that I'd like to encourage people to do, which is 
declutter your underwear drawer and your sock drawer. The reason I like these two places, I was actually running this by one of my colleagues. Did I think that this was, did she think this was a good thing to talk about on the podcast? She thought it was great. And then another friend weighed in and said, that's weird. Don't talk about underwear on your podcast. But I am. I'm talking about underwear. The reason I like it is for similar reasons to your wallet and that it is a foundational location in your life, meaning typically you're going to touch your wallet a few times a day. And typically when you start your day going into your underwear drawer and your sock drawer, two of the first things you're going to do when you're getting ready for the day. So with your underwear and sock drawers, it's pretty simple. Get rid of stuff that's ugly, that doesn't make you feel good, that's dirty, that's worn out, that's got holes in it. Get rid of that. And if once you've done that, you don't have enough to make you feel abundant in your underwear world and your sock world, then you know, fill it with some beautiful things that make you feel warm, comfy, secure, beautiful, whatever it is that you want to feel in your underwear and your socks. And what you've just done by decluttering those three areas is you're going to start your day feeling great about yourself, feeling pulled together, feeling like you've got control of your world. And then as you go through your day, control of your money. What I also love about these three areas is typically, no matter how much people you live with are sharing your spaces and you don't have as much control decluttering all of the excess spaces in your world, you almost always have control over your underwear drawer, your sock drawer, and your wallet. And so this is a place where you can start to really build that vibration of clarity, of abundance, and of traction. And hey, if you want to hear what those other four ways I mentioned are to open up your receiving energy that we found are the most effective for people across the board without any support from of mentorship or healing, then go ahead and grab my receiving guide. You can get it at www.pattylennon.com forward slash receiving guide. I share that with love, truly. I love putting stuff out in the world that brings you closer to me. It gives you a chance to um, share in the knowledge that I'm sharing in some of my paid worlds without worrying about making an investment. So I wish you the very best of day. Go ahead, go declutter your wallet and think about it. What do you most want? It's okay to ask for it. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.